Singer John Legend tweeted F you at Paul Ryan for posting about fatherhood while immigrant children are being taken from their parents at the border. Paul Ryan tweeted F you back at John Legend for looking better in a boys department store suit. (laughs) (laughs) The Beverly Hills home of Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos was the target of an attempted robbery. As for the culprits, Amazon is now suggesting other homes that they might be interested in robbing. (laughs) A Nigerian man buried his deceased father in a luxury BMW. What a show-off, said everyone who's had to bury their fathers in a Toyota Camry. (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump Jr. has decided to withdraw from the fundraiser of Texas Land Commissioner George P. Bush because Jeb Bush uh, insulted Donald Trump. Uh, also because they, he found out they didn't have a fondue fountain. Mm. Reason enough to pull out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have even gone to my wedding if there weren't a fondue fountain. <laughs> according to, mm-hmm. Finally, according to Kim Kardashian, Kanye loves Trump because, quote, it's the idea that anything can happen, unquote. Which, coincidentally, is the same reason Kanye loves a good Xanax and Red Bull. The Trump mm-hmm. Report starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Although that was a little bit of fake news at the top because uh, we actually had a chocolate fountain. That's what I meant. I would have like walked out of my wedding if there wasn't one. Welcome to the Trump Report. Yes, we are family Am I because in the Twilight Zone here. Because <laughs> family. talking about families. Going because family is so important to everyone out in the world. Uh, obviously, family is important. And I think that that's one of the tenets of conservatism is the importance of family. So obviously, that is why we're going to have a celebration of families this week on the show. I'm Christian Blatt, joined as almost always by Chelsea Galicia. I think almost always in that. I think you weren't yes. here last week. No, I... It was like two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. Tamara, you weren't here last I week. I wasn't here. Tamara Brown. Hi. <laughs> but you, uh, you provide the funny even when you're not here. So we appreciate that. And Scott Moore, you, you just warm our hearts when you're here and when you're not. So thank you for being here. We love everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the booth, special guest... Oh, Jeff Graham. Special guest. Yes. I'm so flattered. On Twitter lower. at Jeffrey C. Graham. Any I know I shouldn't give a Twitter uh, out right away. Lower your expectations to anyone who's listening. <laughs> well, no. no. We love Jeff, but you're not Marissa, so you have shoes to fill. <laughs> but to be enough. fair, fair you're enough. also not Anthony, so, you know, it's fine. Yes. Anyway, a mm-hmm. uh, lot to talk about. So much to talk about. Ooh, I can't we, believe we started this with like a family celebration. I'm not well, sure whether to laugh or cry. Exactly. Well, I think that that's the uh, sort of statement that uh, a lot of people make when they look at the news. Look, family is very important. I think we we can't discount that. And uh, I think that uh, it's interesting because there was a joke at the top of the show about you know Paul Ryan tweeted a picture of his family, and then that was very similar to what happened to Ivanka Trump when she had a, a picture of her with her kids. And that always turns into, fuck you and your family. I'm like, all right, calm down. I get it. You're angry. But uh, I don't know. We always get that. I don't know. Paul Ryan's not the most popular person around uh, the panel. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jesus, <laughs> he was just trying to say thanks to his kids. You know, Ivanka Trump's still a mother. That doesn't mean that uh, Samantha B gets to call her the C word. You weren't here that week. That was the week <laughs> you weren't here. Um, anyway, uh, I think that uh, discourse being what it is, none of this is surprising. But at the same time. We can we can have a little sister sledge. We can we can uh, start off with some fun. Now, uh, Chelsea, we were talking before we started mm-hmm. the show, and a- apparently you have opinions on this issue, which I just didn't think I didn't think any of us had opinions. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about the World Cup for an hour, um, which if you want to talk about something, I don't have an opinion on it's the World Cup. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so uh, I figured instead of saving you time at the end, since this is what I predominantly wanted to talk about at the top of the show, I wanted to. Open the door, open the floor to you. I will yield my and perhaps time. Perhaps the floodgates. Well, possibly. But not the borders. No. <laughs> Those are closed. Mm-hmm. They're on lockdown. Uh, so, Chelsea, uh, you, you have a few thoughts. Yeah, I do. At first, I thought I would come and share just from the heart how heartbreaking this is and how terrible and awful. But I think we've talked or heard a lot about that. And some people are still just not moved by that. Um, they kind of just say, well, it's kind of too bad if these people bring their kids over across the border 
illegally, which actually it's not illegal because 90% of them are first time, so it's a misdemeanor, and most of us don't. Well, a misdemeanor is is against the law, though. It's just not a it's not a felony. But a misdemeanor, it's like saying that shoplifting is not a crime, right? It's still a crime. A misdemeanor is a crime, is it not? Yes. Okay. okay. Thank you for being very very literal. I guess the the kind of um, the the degree to which it should be okay that your children get taken children away from, removed for yeah. a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. Do you get your children removed because you shoplifted? Well, well depend- some people would say it, that it if depends, you're in a store. Actually, if you get arrested, mm-hmm. I believe that, yes, they are uh, surrendered to Child Protective Services. And then, very quickly, they're given to a family member, somebody that the child knows, generally, if such a person can be located, but never to a, anything that looks like a warehouse full of children. And the person that they're given to, is that person a citizen of the United States? I don't believe that that's a requirement. I think the oh, requirement is uh, that the child uh, is familiar with that person. So I think that the important thing to start with is the heartbreaking nature of the stories and the, you know, there's there's videos, there's audio, there's, you know, no shortage of photos. And I think a little bit, obviously, you know, we were talking right before we started how there's no conservatives on the panel. So there's there's a little bit of devil's advocate in some of the things that you're hearing. And while I don't disagree with what you're saying, there are people that are making the point that you're responding to, which is the idea that you're going across a border, that you're not supposed to enter a country with a child. And obviously, taking splitting up families is, is not the best thing to do. Now, it seemed like for years what was happening was what I guess they would send for kids later. They often didn't travel, you know, these... Well, this is only... I saw something that says we... Previously to 10 years ago, you didn't get so many children coming. They were usually often leaving children The numbers of children that are at our borders at this point is more than previously before. Right. So So, which, which takes us to, and there's many facets of this, but the one that I wanted to narrow in on was the fact that, all right, I, I... if you are unmoved by the pictures and by even just the concept of taking kids away from their family, then fine. Let's just resort to logic. And the logic that I'm hearing is if you cross the border with kids, you're going to have your kids taken away. It's a simple logic. It's simple consequences. So I wanted to do a little discussion about consequences because I think that that is actually logical that we do that, that we understand and uh, that consequences happen. And I want to say, well, there are not just short-term consequences like A, you bring your kids over, B, your kids get removed, but there's long-term consequences. There are things that, and bring on the Chelsea as a hater of the United States, which I'm not, that we have done. Do people say that? Yeah, absolutely. Years ago. There's just a couple of actual states that you hate. (laughs) Decades ago. It's not so much the country, it's the humidity. (laughs) Thank you. That years ago, not even just years ago, years ago, decades ago, that the United States has taken action in these countries, Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Honduras, all of them, that we've instigated or exacerbated wars. We've corrupted them. We've taken advantage of them economically. And those actions have consequences. So if you want to believe in consequences that you bring your children across the border, your children will be taken away, fine. But then go learn your history so that you can see that there are consequences to the actions that we as a country have taken on these people, and that is why they've come here. So the United States is not a victim of Latin America trying to overrun the United States because they're a bunch of lazy people who don't want to wait in line and do the right thing. They have a God-implanted drive to survive, and they're going to fight to survive just the way that you would if you were put in that situation. So if you want to think that the United States is a victim and, oh, we're being taken advantage of and my taxpayers are going to support people that are taking advantage of the system, then get off of your victim high horse and go learn some history. Mm -hmm. Go learn about, look, even Donald Trump will talk about how terrible NAFTA was and Actually, he's right. NAFTA was bad for many, like millions of Mexican farmers. It put them out of work. That has consequences. So I want the United States to not feel, or people of the United States to feel so like, 
this is their problem. If they don't like their country, they should you know, deal with it on their own. No, we have contributed enough to say that we've caused the plight of these people. And mm-hmm. so stop feeling like a victim. Go learn your history. Then let's solve this by going to the root of the problem and helping to fix that. But addressing the symptoms of people coming over here uh, in droves by taking their children away as a punishment or as a deterrent. Also, they don't evil. know. It's not communicated to them that that is a consequence. They're largely not aware that that zero tolerance is now in place. I mean, they wouldn't come if they knew that that was going to happen. They wouldn't. You guys, have, most people have no idea how terrible the journey is to get to the border in the first place. It is harrowing. If I told stories on here, if you have a semblance of a heart, it would break you. And I have heard it from these people sitting in their villages and and listening to them talk about how they have done the journey um, and how others before them have done the journey. I, I've heard the stories of what happens and if you if you knew if you would just allow yourself to break through the callus that must be around your heart i mean that's one of the hardest exercises of this whole thing is to not hate so much the people who have no compassion and just think wow what kind of trauma perhaps or pain was inflicted upon them that they have no compassion for these families and can stick totally to this logic of well there are consequences so fine if you want to talk about consequences let's do that but don't just be somebody who looks at the consequences right now the ones that are in front of your face have the dignity and self-respect to get educated about what consequences really mean long-term consequences and i almost want to feel like these are the same people that complain about their plight they're they're doing pretty well like the trump voters are not people who are are at the lowest end of the uh income spectrum these people make decent money and they're still not happy about their plight in the united states and i'm going to venture to say that this this Ability to only look at short-term consequences, the ones right in front of your face, has to do also with their inability for delayed gratification. And that they are, I'm going to go out on a limb and saying they are mismanaging their money. They're overspending for all the consumer stuff that uh, that the United States is well known for spending its money on instead of saving and investing and growing, uh, investing in themselves, investing in their skills, because as Okay, I think you're getting a little, veering a little okay. off the topic but because this is, investing want, in yourself isn't necessarily the problem. Now, well, yeah, because they're saying these people are coming over and taking my jobs. Well, but why don't you invest in yourself and your skills and do better at your job or get a job? Is or, your definition well, of Trump voters that they are highly skilled people? Is that what I'm to take away from no, this? No, but what I'm saying is... that's not what I would think you would I'm, think of Trump voters. No, I'm saying is that these people are... are the, economically, in terms of their income, they're actually doing okay. What what I th- but they're still complaining about you know yes they're doing are- okay thanks to President Trump's tax cut that's why they're doing so well no they were with their one thousand dollar bonus their yes, whole life they is invested ups- that in themselves really I mean <laughs> no, that's no, pretty broad generalization <laughs> yeah. to say that no of course oh, Trump so, they're they're comfortable and they're not all of them for sure and, but yeah. a good majority of. This is what I'm having to say. It is a mindset of looking only at short-term things and not being able to look long-term. That is the point of So there's a lot to unpack from what you've already said. So let's uh, sort of look at it. We'll each comment on it, and then we can go from there. Please do. Bring on the arguments. It's not even necessarily arguments. I would think that if you look at what's happening now... One, you know, whether you agree with the approach, and I would say on the panel we don't agree with the approach, but the thinking is... This is what happens. This is the deterrent. You want the word to get back. Like, look, you can leave your village. This is what's going to happen. Now, another thing that you'll hear from out there, and it's more of a general commentary, is that the children are taken away from the parents because the parents are headed to prison. And that prison is a worse place for children. That's what... The conversations that I've had... The conversations with I've had with... I haven't met a single person who is who you're addressing just do, cruel like doesn't see anything wrong with ripping the children. The conversation I've had with conservatives is that they agree that this is horrible and this should not happen, but they also see this as a crisis. The majority the 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 massive numbers of people that are at the border is a crisis and they need to people 
who are legal put into, you know, whether they're claiming asylum or whether they are going to be prosecuted for crossing illegally, they are in a place that is not safe for their children to be there. And so I'm, I don't agree with this, but they, that's why they're saying it's a, it's a whole bunch of hogwash. Right. But, but it, it's, if you need to, it, but they, it, always the problem you run into is when you don't try to understand why people feel some way. And what Tamara's saying that I personally also don't know people that are like, ah, those kids, they get what they deserve. No, I, I've seen conservative voices that are, you know, Lori Ingr- Ingram is someone who has uh, been outspoken against the children. But is that surprising? You know, uh, yeah. no. Right, but for the I, most part, I would say that you're hearing a lot of, you know, especially elected and, officials and are Kirsten all smart Nielsen, enough. Kirsten Nielsen, I don't know where this woman come from, uh, but she <clears> is <throat> just enemy number one. She's this evil person that rose up all of a sudden as if we just needed a, a villain to. Well, yeah, she and Jeff Kelly, Sessions. Kelly and Conway and Betsy DeVos weren't enough. <laughs> exactly. yeah. so she and like, Jeff Sessions have just been completely, like, they, they just have no heart. They have no, but real people, what, what real the, conservatives. The crisis, the crisis is not just oh, poor us, that this is a crisis for us. There is a crisis that was caused it, long ago. Not right. And yes. it accumulated. I, I agree. And we wanted to ignore but that my and just put is, up this barrier and not deal with our own mess. So my question is, for sympathetic people who just want not so many immigrants coming into the country, what is the solution? Well, if you're looking for a short-term solution, there isn't one because it's the the actions that have led to where we are have taken years and decades. Decades, yeah, decades. So, first of all, we need to really help these countries clean up the corruption in their country, which is a little bit hard because they turn around and look at us and be like, you, Mr. Corrupt United States, are going to come help us Mm -hmm. clean up our corruption. So that's going to be a little bit difficult. But we need to do that. Mm -hmm. That's one. well, I want to I want to get to a comment in the chat that I and I also want to let Scott speak because uh, that is he, very important. He <laughs> has not gotten a chance, so uh, hold that thought. Uh, in the chat, Voltron five one two points out that he or she is an immigrant that came in nineteen seventy five legally. I still have family waiting in line while thousands skip, and that is a, a fairly consistent argument about immigration that the process takes too long, but that the people who wait. Uh, feel like they're actually being disadvantaged by waiting. Now, uh, I again, that's just explaining a theory that's out there. Now, Scott, a lot has been mm. said in these, what, 20-some-odd minutes. So uh, I wanted to give you a chance 20 to... 20 minutes already? I feel like I <laughs> just pretty close. Pretty close. So I, that's why I want to make sure that Scott... Welcome uh, back is to the Chelsea yes. Report. Yeah. But this is why I, I wanted mean, it at the top of the show, okay. because if yeah. we save it for later, then it'll be rushed through and we won't really get yeah. to talk about it. But this is what I wanted to talk about anyway. So, uh, you know, if, if you want some China fair trade stuff, you might not get it this week. I'm sorry. I know how much people love fair trade. Anyway, mm-hmm. so Scott... Fair trade coffee. We will yield to the... Which is not to, really fair no, trade. I know. It's bullshit. I know. I know. It's only is, I, I only yeah. like coffee I that's... I know this because I was in Guatemala learning about fair trade coffee. I only mm-hmm. like coffee that's made from real dolphin meat. But Scott, mm-hmm. what do you think about what we've been talking about? Well, I do agree with Chelsea uh, about the fact that we did cause a lot of the issues that have happened over the decades in uh, Mexico and, and Central and, and South America. And, you know, I'd add that nobody... Basically what Chelsea was saying, nobody wants to make this journey nobody wants to leave their home and and have to do this arduous journey knowing that they're basically putting themselves in a situation before this separating your children they from here nobody wants die. to do but not even Many that but it's people die not even the the horrible journey itself but even once you get to the united states knowing that you're you know illegal and that you're trying to get in and, and trying to scrape by and 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 Nobody wants to do that. I mean, that's it's a horrible thing to move, leave everything behind, leave family behind, leave everything. But like Chelsea was saying, you get to a point where it's survival. And knowing that you're in such a dangerous uh, situation that you're willing to make this journey and, and again, willing to take your children with you um, only to have them separated from you. Uh, is is not only cold hearted and callous, but it's it's even worse when you know that it's all, even though it's they're not admitting it. It's all part of a political calculation on Trump, hoping that then everyone's going to be like, okay, great, we'll give you billions for your wall. Now right. let the children be reunited. Like knowing that this is really a political thing more than even a deterrent yes. to people that are coming over. It all comes down to placating a tiny base again that's ever shrinking and continuing to be because that's a passionate base. 
and then knowing that you think you're going to be able to get something out of this like the wall which is never going to happen right uh, it's just it's it's just a sad political thing I want to take a piece of what you said and respond to it because I'd heard from on Fox because listen I'm trying to hear the I other side so I, as well. I tune in Fox and Friends is where I get all my news <laughs> yeah absolutely so uh, you know the part where you said you know they're coming over here um, because of of things happening over there now Fox News is saying that that asylum seekers are lying about um, being threatened or being in fear for their for their life uh, Ugh, that's what's so infuriating mm-hmm. about Fox is that they okay because let me play devil's advocate for a second they're are some of the smugglers, I don't know what the word for it, that help people cross the border. Because of Obama's policy of when people came with children, rather than separate them, and while they awaited their trial in the country, they were allowed in. So there is a lot of immigrants that it was communicated to them that they have a better chance of getting in if they bring their children. That has happened. So rather than report on something that is true, Fox has to come up with these ridiculous saying that there are what was the actors of the, uh, the child actors, yeah. The child actors of the shooting that, yeah. and these and these like mm-hmm. crazy things that it's like just pulled from the sky. Well no, I and, and just to, to to comment on the child actors, I believe that's specifically what Laura Ingram said about the kids that we're seeing in the videos. That these are child it's, actors. It's so insanely ridiculous. I feel which like we is, can't even say her name here because <sighs> we're just going to drop the. I mean, my to I, give them any attention for just, for mm-hmm. any of us to really try to understand the other side. The only way to do that is for, for one side to not be crazy or, or either. <laughs> side. And and by that I mean the mm-hmm. left too by showing those photos of. Um, Children in cages that were from 2014. The liberals have been doing that, saying Wait, this is what's happening now, and, it, and it's and been wrong the it, whole it's, time. Mm-hmm. It's the it's, it's the point I often yes. make about the media is if you're going to actually report accurately, you'll be able to make your point. It's when you go and do things like what Tamara's talking about, like well, here's some pictures from 2014, and look. You, you get handed pictures by somebody who's a researcher, maybe didn't check. That's fine. But you still, you're using something that's not accurate. And all that does is like, see, look, fake news. Look what they're doing. And then you're like, oh, well, now I don't know what to believe because this is very clearly the network has apologized because they got outed. And now I'm like, well, what, you know, not me. But someone watching is just like, well, I don't know what to believe. And honestly, you can only believe what you hear on the Trump report. So make right. sure that you <laughs> so, stay so, tuned So here. in playing devil's advocate, because I had a very, you know, interesting conversation with somebody with an opposing view who did agree that this is terrible. Children should not be taken away. But the question was that I couldn't answer. So what do you do now? I And I agree with you. Like, this goes way back to this is the responsibility of the United States for terrible things that we've done. I'm not disagreeing with you in any way. But what I am saying is for these people who are at the border right now their children should not be taken away but you can't ju- the, from from the conservative perspective you can't just be like all right everybody in so what is Why? the solution okay now this is another thing that drives me bananas our conservatives they only think in like light switches on or off <laughs> black or white all or none it doesn't you, have to you be mean, like that. You mean white or white? <laughs> just, just trying to like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't really mean that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think you probably do mm-hmm. or should. Um, yeah, this, so it's like, oh, so then we just have no borders and let everybody in. Anybody who says that, I just can't even have, and I barely can have any respect for them um, because that's not what anybody is saying. Um I don't have a fantastic solution. I am not at these uh, the border towns. I would say, you know, we have them. Just no, go I mean, back. But you don't have to have thing. a solution to know that something's wrong. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, this isn't working. And but, and the, but, but this is the thing. Well, but the Democrats are complaining, but they don't have any solutions. Well, just first of all, not doing something is a solution. Second of all, we have to... It, you don't solve a problem. Who was it that said this? Einstein, using the same level of thinking that created the problem in the first place, right? So it's not just like 
one for, there's a uh, an alteration of the mindset that caused this. So really taking responsibility for like, yeah, people that came before me made mistakes. And uh, I hear, this is something I hear from a lot of people. Well, I wasn't around back then to uh, to cause or you know exacerbate the wars in, in Central America. That that has nothing to do with me or my kids. So why do I have to pay for that? Well, we are all the product of consequences made from generations before. Uh, my generation did not invent cars, but I get to invent uh, to enjoy cars because no, that's but a you, your generation did else. invent texting while driving. So that's something that, that we all have. We're very proud of that. I obviously. Uh, but so even if you if you d- were not personally involved in something, you things there's still consequences. For example, you know the new tax law is that there's more uh, inheritance that can be passed down without being taxed. Whoever receives that, they didn't cause that. They were just the lucky recipient of the consequence of their parents' or grandparents' work. In much the same way, we should accept responsibility for some level of consequences for things that people did before we were alive. Can we? Because that's one Mm -hmm. thing that I I often hear. And then, sorry, I'm just really passionate about this one. As you should mm-hmm. be. Well, I mean, yeah, this is get, a passionate let's issue. The, let's get but, the end mm-hmm. then but, in a moment. But yeah, to me, ahead, I, I just feel like I, I, I don't see any progress in exhausting how cruel this is. I think majority of people, Republicans included, can agree that this is cruel and should not be happening. I don't know. I feel like until we can come up with what is there some sort of I, I think a more productive conversation is talking about what to do at the border okay, right so now. For right for right now, if I had to come up with a solution, you put the parents back with the kids and you send them back. And people are like, oh, but they're just going to come back. Well, then you better figure out a reason to help them stay where they are so that they don't want to come back. Okay. And if. So hold, hold that thought for a second, because um, I the idea of what happened in the past, and again, there's a lot of devil's advocacy. We're big fans of the devil, clearly, here mm-hmm. on the panel. But the idea that this happened before, and you're paying the price for it now, it is sort of like, oh, you know, these uh, Latin American countries... They all have the, these really bad ex-wives that really did things bad for them. Now you're you're married to them now, so it's your problem. And you're like, whoa, well, what did I do? As in me today? Why why am I being made to to suffer for that? And I think that that's how a lot of people feel. To oversimplify it, obviously, is just I understand that all these things happened, but here's what the law is, and here's how. The country when believes it we, should be followed. When we when we went over there and we killed people and we invaded and we uh, took advantage of them economically, we were violating international law. So please stop telling me that this we have to be very law in order about this because these are the same Did you people like how Obama that hate handled gays because it's in the Bible, but only pick out the parts that are convenient for them. So they're picking the laws. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Jack. As soon as somebody says law and order, we have to do that. So uh, please don't it is pick. A law, actually. Don't please don't <laughs> don't say that mm-hmm. you're all into law and order, but then only selectively I love pick Jerry the laws. Mm-hmm. I love law and order. Tamara, you had an excellent question oh, that I want to make sure you. Were you in favor of Obama's immigration? policy and how he handled uh, immigrants coming from Mexico and Central America? Okay, so... And, and, and if so, and what was it? Because I need to be more familiar with okay, that. Okay, so during the Obama administration, there was a massive influx mm-hmm. of unaccompanied minors, which is a right. bit of a different situation. Yes. yes. Some, uh, in some ways, more overwhelming because mm-hmm. you're just dealing with kids and there were so many. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, of course, is because people were afraid for their kids to be, you know, stolen, kidnapped, killed, uh, recruited into gangs. Uh, they And a lot of them were placed with a family member that was already in the United States or and while they are awaiting their actual right. like hearings for citizenships and stuff like that, which uh, they basically are are here. Okay, so the the situation then also was not good. They were put in some of these mm-hmm. kind of same mm-hmm. kind of facilities. Yes. Uh, one would wish that the that the facilities would be uh, clean enough to, you know, not harm them, that there would be, like, a massive number of counselors and therapists who speak Spanish on site that could, you know, try and minimize, if that's possible, the, 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 the harm to them psychologically. But 
asking, but it, it's like too, it's, it's too late. This is why it's so, you know, frustrating to me that, you know, people want, same thing with health. They eat terribly, they don't move, they don't, and then they get, you know, really, really sick on the brink of death. And then they're all mad at doctors that doctors can't save them. It's like, Jesus, come on. We should have been looking at this so earlier. So were you satisfied with Obama's immigration policies? No. Because of that, perfect. because of the children, like what is his like? What I'm, my, I guess, my well, question what is, di- what, what was what different? Was, what, and, was, what did and, Obama do? Like, just let more people into the country? Like, who was turned away on under Obama? That's my question. I don't remember the specifics mm-hmm. of it, but there was a whole lot. Of, and and so, what should have been done is we should be helping these countries, because if you don't think we have leverage over these countries, we actually control them very, very much about what these governments do and the corruption in the governments. The governments themselves in some of these countries are corrupted by the cartels. Here's one thing that we could all do as a country. Stop buying drugs from out of the yes. United States. Buy U.S. drugs only. Buy U.S. drugs. USA. This is the only time that I'm like, yes, yes people, America, America first. first. <laughs> this is the only time yeah. for buying American-made drugs? Yes. The, the, you don't want to buy other American-made products ever? <laughs> That's not what I said. Thank you for trying to be an American. Where at least I know I'm... Uh, Before I lose comments in the chat, our friend R. Scott Brown, thanks for being there, says, let's take a page out of the Reagan drug policy playbook. Let's punish the user. If you employ an undocumented person, you get a mandatory minimum of 10 years. That will take care of economic refugees as well as the 11 million here. I guess uh, I don't know how viable that is, but if there are those kind of consequences, not that I don't think there are consequences if you get caught, you know, if you're, I don't know, a factory in a border state and and you hire like hundreds of undocumented workers. I do believe there is punishment. I just don't know there, what it, it is. It, but it is the same thing as like Wall Street. There's supposed to be punishment when people are bad actors. Mm-hmm. But has it ever happened? Not really. There, that's another thing. Law and order <laughs> people. Thing. Tell me what's happened to the people oh, in Wall there Street. <laughs> there we go, Jeff. And he was, never he's on it. I <laughs> thought he was asleep at the wheel for a second. <laughs> Oh, God, I could just, I could go on and and, and on and about this, but I just... But we uh, only have 20 minutes, so I, you can only go on so far. I wish that I had a better answer for, you, answer for you. Nobody has dealt with this very well, well because nobody has gone in to pull the problem out by the roots. Let's, let's give right. ourselves all some homework and try and find out something about the Obama administration policy. And if you want, that's a good we idea. could even look back to President George W. Bush's policy because that's another Republican president. Mm-hmm. So what are the differences? And you know, we don't need to go before that because you know we all know what Bill Clinton was up to. Because life started in the year 2000. Yes, that's right. Anything before the 21st century just... I think there's a generation that feels that way. (laughs) uh, I feel that way. But we can stop perpetuating this problem with the mindset that got us into this in the first place, which is this America first mindset. Mm -hmm. Because the world is so interrelated, if you only think of us and to hell with everybody else, you're going to have consequences. It just is not... I, I didn't make this it's up. It's a very this is childlike it is. thought process to think, yeah. America me, first. It's just me, it's me, 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 yeah, me. It's, it's a very I, simple yeah, thing. Did these people way, not never, have physics class? Come on. I Newton's never think America first. What I always think is Christian Blatt first. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about the country. How does this help me? I think we all mm-hmm. think Christian Blatt first. Thank you. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're saying what I know everybody's mm-hmm. thinking. Yes, that's true. Thank you, Jeff. And so, all right, so there are obviously a lot of, uh, there's a lot going on out here. Now, what do we think, what do we think has to happen for there to be a significant change? Uh, I think that Scott still has the least amount of minutes on the show. So I'm going to start with Scott. I know, I feel like it's like a like, debate, like, and then you're waiting at the yeah. end, you're like, oh, that's so-and-so, we had well, two no, minutes. Well, it's like in the, in the Reclaiming house. Reclaiming my like, time. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to yield my minutes to the distinguished gentleman from Florida. Um... Well, the thing is, is that it could end at any time here, because, again, this is a policy that has now been happening since this past spring that Trump could stop the zero, whenever he zero wants. tolerance. Would it yes, be as easy? Anytime. Would it be as easy to sign legislation changing this as it would be to sign the pardon for Paul Manafort? Like, is it just oh, yeah, as easy yeah. to sign that? <laughs> My God, there, that's yeah. exactly not a law in order. Law in order. Right. I know. Right. Wait, well, them. it's yeah. always you, law and order when it's convenient. It just so that Jeff will hit it. Is that's that what you're saying? saying. <laughs> it's only there when it's convenient. Um, exactly. For you, you know, it goes back to <laughs> Thank you. it goes back to states' rights whenever it's convenient for 
them, then it's like, great, then state rights have it. Whenever it's not, then, oh, no, federally you can't do this. Um, it, it could be ending now, and and the fact is that it's very, like we go back to, it's it's disgusting. You, we were talking about, you know, the issues we've had in the past, but the situation is we've never had an administration enforce this policy, you know, to do something like this callous. And that's the difference. And to think that they're doing this and it's going to change anything is fooling themselves. Yeah. And it's only, again, appeasing their tiny, tiny core group of, of support. I want to say fans, but yeah. it basically is Thanks. that. The cult followers. Right. Um, that, again, they're not going to be solving the problem by doing this. And they're not solving the problem. And by continuing to divide and, and lie, blatantly lie, and blame Democrats and other things like that, they're not going to get anyone else to help come to the table to have a comprehensive kind of bipartisan approach to this, where they should be ending this now, this policy, and then be working on a really good comprehensive, which they keep talking about, which they haven't done with immigration, because he's Trump himself is making it more difficult, because he's only saying he's going to sign extreme certain wall. kind with the wall, which is never going to but happen. He, let's remind people again why it's not going to happen, because most of the wall is on private exactly. property, and you can't just steal people's property. You wouldn't like that. Well, well it'll I take years and years and years. There's a segment of our population who would disagree right. about the, whether or not we can just go <laughs> in the and Native steal. Americans exactly. Like yeah, they'd be like, actually, you know what? We but used to think that, too. Except we don't do that to Americans. But also, the, those So are you're saying that the Native Americans weren't Americans? Is that what you're saying, Chelsea? I am saying that clearly you could not hear the sarcasm in my yeah. voice. No, I couldn't. And, and the amount of money, too. I mean, again, billions of dollars to even do something it's like just, this. It's for it's an ego. Feasible. That's all it is. It, isn't, it's, it doesn't is, change anything. And it's just dealing with a symptom, mm-hmm. a very bad way of dealing with right, the symptom, which is not, it's rather not than solve getting anything. back right. to the problem. So, again, the problem is the attitude of America and to hell with everybody mm-hmm. else. We'll take advantage of you. We will... I mean, the... I, I almost want to go on this whole like, but I, I won't. I will. I'll keep myself to one rant at a time. The other question I have for you, Scott, is: Do you think history will judge law enforcement here? Like, you know, the ICE and these people are just saying, "Well, we're just doing our jobs. Mm-hmm. We're just doing our jobs." And I'm thinking, where are you doing your jobs when you like? When you let Wall Street get away with what it does, when you let Purdue Pharmaceuticals get away with it, what it's gotten away from, where I mean, is law enforcement? Well, and then it goes they're back. Doing, to, they're doing their jobs when it's not millionaires at stake. Right. I mean, let's be. Um, you know. And when it goes Thank back you. to the DOJ, That's my favorite comment of yours of the day, deciding to enforce. Glad you, you know, said certain... of the day. I'm like, really? Ever? <laughs> I'm sorry, Scott. No, I'm saying like in the DOJ deciding what to enforce and not of the healthcare law right now and other things. Um, you know, again, it's picking and choosing. And yes, other administrations have done the same thing, but. Um, it, 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 I, I do agree that well, it, it's a slippery slope because, and I don't want to compare it to Nazi Germany because there's been a lot of that. But it's that complacency <laughs> of saying, "Oh, I'm just doing my job because I was told I have to do this." And the next thing you know, where's that next line going to be? We're like, "Oh, I'm just doing my job." When now it's you know the, the kids are sent away to work camps uh, while they're be separated from their parents. Oh no, we were just doing our job, you know. So then, yeah. where is that line, and how far does that keep moving when it's? when it's done incrementally like that. And that is where the slippery slope is, and that is where it gets dangerous when you have people that are going to be complicit and also complacent in the sense that they're just saying they're doing their job and complicit then that line keeps keeps moving further over. And to pull on the thread for what you referenced there, Scott, uh, former CIA director Michael mm-hmm. Hayden uh, put out a tweet comparing Trump's immigration policy to the Nazis during the Holocaust. And it's also it's always very easy to compare people you don't like to the Nazis, uh, as as bad as you might think people are, uh, they're still the worst ever. It's uh, this is terrible. This is not that. These kids are separated, but um, they're not being sent into the showers to be gassed Wait, to death. So what this is more like is Japanese internment camps. I think if you're going to make a historical point, it doesn't have the shock value of using the Nazis. Right. But it's it's very similar to that. Is like you know, well, we don't we don't trust something, so let's go ahead and, and put it somewhere where we think it can. Did hurt you guys us see anymore. Laura Bush's article in the Post? I, yes. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up mm-hmm. in the Washington Post. I did want to uh, mention that she calls the policy immoral and says it breaks her heart. And uh, I think it's interesting because she is someone who you don't hear from very much, Uh, sort of the opposite of her predecessor. You don't hear a lot from Laura Bush, so you feel like this must be really important Mm -hmm. to her. Also, it gives me the impression it's really important to her husband, but he's just like, yeah, I got to I can't. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't believe that I should criticize a sitting president, as he didn't really do for President Obama. And I think he just feels like, you know what, Laura, you go ahead. You feel strongly about this. I'm just going to keep painting because that's I don't think we should be so shocked uh, that a Republican is showing concern for what is happening. Because this is what's... The division, I always say this, it's the division that is making things worse. Because all anybody is doing is they form their opinion based on whatever the opposite of the other side says. More so than what the actual issue is. And in these instances when uh, Laura Bush or, uh, you know, the, the Republican senators who are saying that this is, you know, horrible and this should not be happening, like, that shouldn't be shocking. Like, the the other side aren't these evil, uh, just Nazi monsters. I'm you know, not they're, so sure they're about real, that. Well, see, real here's the thing. people. What it, 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 it does everyone. Is, it, is, it, <laughs> is it highlights the fact that, you know, Trump and the Trump people, you know, they're not really Republicans. A lot of registered Republicans maybe voted for him with their their nose held a lot of them voted for you know write-ins or no one you know uh the, so or for the to, economy which is what i always say the minute that the economy starts to go down that's where his base is going to leave him the fact that the economy is more important mm-hmm. than the well-being I mean, did you, of children did you guys see right. that but i'm saying like that's where he's going to lose his base i say that every time when the economy goes down that's where his last but bit the of support people who goes are like, away like no i'm going to keep voting for him because the economy is good i don't care what he right, does that's to what, children right, right. Well, are the people who yeah. i just despise for sure right. and but, but like did you see that jeff jeff sessions church is uh you know mm-hmm. holding him accountable and wanting him to uh, how is it phrased? Like they're putting him on some like, sort of like church trial. I don't know what it was called because oh, church, they, they, church they, don't, they don't agree with you know. They're they're saying this is not Christian of you. Well, even Franklin be, Graham, who be, said it, to be doing this, said this is you know who's such a hardcore conservative and is backing Trump and everything else. Said this is not a good well, policy Frank, when you're not Frank, Frank, Franklin your own. Graham, who feels that you know uh, marital infidelities is not a big deal right. now, but it was 20 years right. ago. Yes. So yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But yeah. even for him to say that. And say yeah, this no, is not that's, a good that's why I'm using that exactly. as an example. As somebody who's willing to make excuses yes. for an administration to just be like, "Yeah, this yeah, is this too is much for me." Even for me, yeah. yeah. This is this is where uh, even they draw the line. Uh, you know, obviously, th- look, there. It's interesting because there are comments from Melania Trump where you feel like it's obviously anything that comes out of the first lady's office is going to be very heavily vetted mm-hmm. by the president's office. So. In what she had to say or the statement, you felt like as someone who, believe it or not, is, you know, was not born in America. I know if you see her and you hear her, you think that she must clearly <laughs> she's from Cleveland. But obviously she has very strong feelings about this. And there's like a hint in there where you're like, I wonder how she really feels, you know, and if if there'll ever be a good book to be written after mm. the Trump presidency, mm. um, Melania's would probably be the one that I'm in. Uh, Barron's as well. I think Barron <laughs> might might be a little <laughs> bit more observant than people give him credit yeah. for. I think he knows, he, if he's smart, he's like recording things and mm-hmm. taking notes. But anyway, uh, I think that to, to your point, Tamara, yeah, it's like obviously people are are horrified by it. And then there are people whose jobs hinge on them not being too outspoken. You know, when you have like the Kellyanne Conways who have to say nobody likes separating kids from their families at the border, that part's fine. But no, 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 but the problem... Who said she has a conscience? Well, the problem is that when you follow that up with and but, but no, no, yeah, but, yeah. exactly. And uh, you know, my but we'll my, do it. My boss, Dennis Miller, will often point out that the you know when somebody says something and then there's a but, you should ignore whatever came before mm-hmm. the but because what they really think is after. Yeah, mm. of course, no one wants ki- children taken away at the border. However, mm-hmm. you know, and then when you have mm-hmm. the you know, so, or of course the classic. Mm-hmm. I'm not racist, but, but. <laughs> some of my best friends are racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, black, black. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so uh, we've got uh, about 10 more minutes here. So for those of you in the chat, R. Scott Brown is having a wonderful conversation with himself. <laughs> any, no, and, and I, I love reading his comments, but anyone else who's there, please share our thoughts with us. I love our friend Storage Yard Resident always checks in in the beginning. Does, do, you not sure. comment, do you not comment because you just disagree with us because you don't he's think just, we'll take you seriously? Thinking, he's just typing build the wall, where build does, the wall, Where does Storage Yard Resident live? Do we he's know? He's in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a guest We need on, to get him a guest. Can he Skype in sometime? Yeah. 
time? Yeah, he did once before. Okay. Uh, I believe it was on this show, not on Trump versus Hillary. Mm-hmm. I think it was mm-hmm. on the Trump Report mm-hmm. that uh, he was a guest. And uh, yeah, I but, think uh, uh, can he I push gives back a, Please. Gently on something that you said, the worst thing that's happening is the divide. And I would say the divide is pretty bad. But the worst thing is complacency. And uh, those of us who are being complicit by not speaking out in some way. I don't care if you only speak out on social media or if you only speak out, you know, quietly just with your family. Mm-hmm. But the- but to have a conversation with somebody about their complacency isn't going to happen if both people are viewing the other as just these terrible terrible monsters. So that's I know, why that I say really, the divide really is really hard for me to not see the other side right. as monsters and for them uh, I, to I be mean, seen I get as it. wounded mm-hmm. people I get who, it. Them, who have who, who lack sufficiently I'm just in- personally really trying to make an effort to understand how a female who Trump being the, the misogynist, horrible person who has done how they excuse those things and in order to, to vote, still vote him. for him. Mm-hmm. And so in order for me to understand that, and, and these are people who are, in other ways of their life, are very good people, like so big hearted and stuff like that. And so in order for mm-hmm. me to have a conversation with them to put more leverage on the on the horrible things that I, I don't see how they're able to blind themselves to in order for us to have this conversation. The only way we can do that is to try to, I commend you that you're trying to understand the other side. I think I'm trying I'm to trying do that to when do I well. listen to conservative radio I and I talk to other people at some point, people, some people are just, their soul is just so lost that you will d- drive yourself and, down. And I don't and, think we need to waste our time hope. on those people. Yeah, those so people not everybody. Not, they're not going to change. Mm-hmm. If they're the, the people who are closed-hearted to these children being ripped away. Anybody who says, I hate this, but those mm-hmm. people just We're, forget about them. Nobody's going to change cause. their mind. They're a lost yes. cause. More of the people who think this is awful and there this is there is nothing that can justify this no amount of illegal immigration can justify this if we want to fix this we're going to have to come up with a humane way of doing it or we're just going to have to let this keep going I mean, look, you know, Kellyanne Conway's wrong on one thing, all right? It's fine. You know what? She's done such a great body of work. <laughs> Obviously, you know what? We'll just have to weigh this against all of those. Um, I don't even want to look at the look on your face. Um, <laughs> there are other people in the chat. Now they're all saying, like, hey, how come nobody said hi to me? It's because you, you're, you're not commentating. Um, Ms. Ash 3070 says, ignoring it is just normalizing it, so we have to talk about how awful it is. And I, well, I do agree with that point. Exactly. I mean, I don't think we're not not talking talking about it. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just saying we can't focus on that because it's not getting us anywhere. Because you can't focus on what part? You can't focus on how horrible this is because I, I feel like, I mean, that goes without saying that it's horrible. That's why I'm saying to focus on that, you're not having a, a, a conversation that's propelling us forward. Uh, obviously, it's horrible. Like, well, we, we know that. And I also think the other thing that nobody's really talking about is the mental health side of it, too, that's going to mm-hmm. affect these kids. Oh, that is a yes, whole other you. thing. Long-term that again, long term, that we're now doing to these children yes. with um, attachment issues and, and a host of other yes. things that are now going to come back. And, and like you said, by us in a generation later when these kids grow up and now have mental health issues and not being properly treated for. Yeah. And now you're bringing a whole new generation of, of issues with these kids. And that's another very important thing yeah, that we're I just throwing away. I hear people saying this isn't so bad. So they're being separated from their kids, whatever they're with other. I mean, it's not like they're being beat up, which some of them are. Or it doesn't matter. But you're with or, strangers in a strange place. Yeah. Uh, and it's c- not just uncomfortable. It is. it is literally scarring yeah, to a terrifying. child's brain. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that i you know we were not taught that in high school i only know and about that because i was a psych major how disgusting mm-hmm. is it uh when they say that the kids are taken from their parents because they're explained they're we're taking them for baths mm-hmm. i have not heard anybody Ugh, point so out how creepy that, yeah, is. that is you know that's like gross. that phrase in and of itself I mean, a parent just, yeah. just be like oh what uh, yeah no, no, that, no, that I, should I, be that... everybody's homework is to read a book on attachment theory mm-hmm. so people understand alright let's not get crazy why, with the homework yeah, I gave us one thing that involves a google search you want us to read a book Are you, do you realize what country you live in but, uh, Christian yeah. I think we do need homework we, I think we should well uh, myself I'll assign I'll, I'll use I statements <laughs> I, I want to be more familiar yeah, with what anymore. well the Obama policy I want to yeah. understand I Obama's policy George and George W. Bush's, Bush's policy yeah. 
and figure out None what of them have had good ones. so far no. in the United States history has been the most successful immigration policy. None. That is, I think that none. Is I question. agree with that on a, on a baseline. Uh, I, think, I, think the, I think the better, I don't the, mean, better education would be on how we messed these countries up and then how do we alleviate the consequences of what we've already done mm-hmm. so that we can support these countries in being self-sustaining and, and, also and what we, not corrupt. And what we saw didn't work from these past several administrations and what we can do to apply for it instead of just doing this yes. unilateral I, I And tell all your policy. friends to buy American drugs only. <laughs> buy American yeah, drugs. Yeah, but no other American products. Only drugs. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. according to Chelsea Galicia. Uh, only <laughs> American drugs. Legal or otherwise. That's See, but, well, but you yes. know how they get you is you buy your meth in Florida, but it's mm-hmm. from uh, ingredients from over the border. Exactly. Uh-huh. So you really got to check those so ingredients. You need your, yes. you need your locally sourced farm to table. Farm to table. Organic. I'm not Joking, people. No, I, I am really serious. That's what Breaking Bad was all about. It was mm-hmm. all locally sourced. Homegrown. So clearly, that is what we need. So that's obviously the the homework that we have for ourselves. And, and really, you can we can push Trump right now to because he was going to allow for uh, he he said he would vote on Cory Gardner's marijuana mm-hmm. um, bill, which would allow states to deal with it the way that they want to deal with it. They would not uh, pursue any federal um, prosecution. According to this, uh, Cory Gardner and Elizabeth Warren together. Look at that combo. Um, that that could help. Well, I always feel like Trump makes statements like that just to annoy Jeff Sessions. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't care if that's why he's. I don't doing care it. either. That's why I said the other week. It was like as long as it happens. If you great. don't want to give money to the drug cartels, yeah. Buy American grown. Well, because that is part of the cannabis. issue too. When it's illegal, is now you're going elsewhere, and that also is exacerbating yes. problems. Well, and in response to uh, previous immigration policies, I would say there's only been one successful immigration policy in the United States, and that was the Revolutionary War. I think uh, that one turned out all right. We I got think Native th- Americans would disagree. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm talking about I'm talking about real America. All right, that's oh. what I'm. Gonna, no, come on. Hey, th- you know that. Their problems are a little later, you know. They, we, we, you know, we were just giving them, you know, smallpox covered blankets at that point. We weren't acting not tinfoil blankets like they're getting now. Mm. <laughs> those are those are much nicer. Anyway, mm. if you've never had a nap with a tinfoil blanket, you should. Mm-hmm. This segment of the Trump Report wow. is brought to you by tinfoil blankets. Wow, I cannot available everywhere. Uh, anyway, and American made. Yeah, and yeah, American not the way that Chelsea would want no. them made in Canada. Chelsea. Anyway, uh, so there, there it is. We talked about that for the whole show. We mm-hmm. could have talked about it. For I longer. wish I would. I wish I could have explained my where you thought I was going on a tangent. I know it's, but it, it is connected. And perhaps maybe next time, if I get part two of my rant, I would be really connected to. Well, you know what? Let's connected just, to the ability to think long term and delay. Let's just hope this story isn't I in the news next week because everything's all all, be all, all solved. It's all and, solved. You know, all maybe up, maybe the team from Law and Order came and we'll solved it. Anyway. <laughs> That is our time here on the Trump Report. Uh, you can find me, Christian Blatt, on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Chelsea, where do people find you? At Chelsea Galicia. And Tamara. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Hey Tamara. And uh, are there new Sarah Huckabee Sanders impressions there's, on this issue? Or? There's, I was going to make them when it came out last week that she was possibly stepping down, yeah. and my world was. I was. I know. No. <laughs> well, for the you, sake of my career, you could and also then, give her some now, audition videos yeah. for new jobs she's mm-hmm. looking for. You're at this crux in comedy where it's like, when somebody is so horrible, how can I turn them into this whimsical, laughable creature now? Because well, now you got your work cut out for uh, Kristen Nielsen. Yeah. Well, Kristen speaking Nielsen's of so whimsical, laughable creatures, Scott. Where do people find you? You can find me on Twitter at sman80. And the show itself, The Trump Report, at Trump Report ABTV. Thanks, everyone, in the chat, even those whose names I didn't uh, properly call out. We also thank Jeff Graham in the booth, at Mm. Jeffrey C. Graham. If you enjoyed his sound effects, let him know on Twitter. (laughs) And we will see you next Tuesday. Yes, next week we will still be here. I think the week after it's 4th of July, so we won't. But next week we will be here at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. See you all then. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Bye, Americans. Those of the hosts only do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.